do you know if you're a people pleaser? Well, you're probably exhausted from doing so much for other people. You're probably ready for it to be your turn, and yet you feel guilty and selfish if you wanna do something for yourself. If you can relate to that, stay tuned. I'm Brenda Florida, Certified Life Coach, and I've got a full solution for you, and we talk about different aspects of that every episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser. From emotional intelligence skills, to practical coaching tools. We use my own framework I created called the Solve It Method. And I have guests on from time to time to share their expertise with you as well. So you are in the right place at the right time being exactly who you are. And now join me for this episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser. In today's episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser, I'm going to share with you what you do not need more of, and that is great ideas without the tools to implement them. So as a life coach, one of the things I love about coaching is that, and my approach particularly, is that it's not just about the ideas of self-awareness or let's break the habit of people pleasing and let's understand what people pleasing is. And so we know when we're doing it and all that, that's all wonderful. It's all part of the process. But a lot of times in the sort of quote unquote self-help arena or with various speakers or different things that you can go to for this kind of help. It sort of stops with identifying the problem, becoming aware of it, and then sort of as if that's going to be all you need to resolve it. Case in point, I have a client I was talking to recently who had been through a really traumatic time, you know, early in, in his life. And he had been to therapy over it. So he processed a certain amount of the trauma and, you know, kind of realized how it was affecting him and all those great things. But then when it came up between us and in one of our sessions, and I asked him something about it, he said, yeah, you know, talk to my therapist. And she just told me that I need to let it go. It's time to let that go, but he's not able to let it go. Right. That's the whole point is to me, where so many modalities kind of miss the mark. And I don't say this to criticize any modality. Different things work for different people. If you have followed me very long or you've listened to very many podcasts, you will know that I am super practical. And if this is your first time on a podcast, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And what you're always going to get with me, whether it's in a longer version of a conversation like a podcast or a short version like a reel on Instagram, Brenda Florida coach is more than the idea. It's more than the concept. I always strive to give you something to do that's practical to work with it because just telling you to let go. Okay. We've kind of processed this bad thing happened to you and your feelings are hurt because of this. And the other person did that. And, you know, maybe you need to forgive yourself for how you behave, you know, like great, great, great. And then just let it go. Well, how do we just let it go? And so that's the piece that I think is so often missing, regardless of the topic, 
I was teaching a leadership group a few weeks ago and in for different reasons, different topics, but the same thing came up where it was, okay, I have the awareness. I get, you know, what I should be doing different or where I'm getting off track, where I'm moving into my own unhealthy or even toxic behavior with other people. But how do I stop it? How do I change how I behave? So that's where I love doing what I do because I get to do both parts, right? Help you get to that awareness because I always just consider myself a facilitator. I can't make you get anything, right? Whether you're working with me one-on-one or in a group or listening to this podcast or whatever, I don't make anybody figure out anything. But what I am good at is sort of seeing under the hood, if we want to take a car metaphor, So whatever the quote unquote problem is, you've got a problem at work, a problem with your boss, a problem with money, a problem with your spouse, whatever it is that seems like the problem, you're exhausted, you're overwhelmed from taking care of other people so much that you don't take care of yourself. Okay. So we have the problem. Then we want to get an awareness. Okay. What things are you doing that is part of that, right? A problem while it may include another person is never just only about another person. There's some way I'm contributing, even if it's a passive way. So I don't mean it's your fault, but in a, if I'm allowing somebody to treat me badly, if I'm saying yes to the point that I'm exhausted and overwhelmed, that's my part of it, right? Is that I keep saying, yes, I'm not setting boundaries. I'm not speaking up for myself. I'm not taking care of myself. So in some way, we're all sort of part of our own issue. And so even a client today talking about money, being very frustrated with feeling like it's kind of a bookkeeping and a management issue, really what we found is it's a mindset issue and money, almost everything is always a mindset issue. So how do we change that, right? It's one thing to realize, oh, great. Okay, I have this thought that drives me towards scarcity and fear and I don't want to have it anymore. Great, what do I do about it? So one of my favorite tools, and I learned this from Byron Katie because I was trained in my coach training to use her process called the work. And one of the questions in her process is who would you be without the thought or without the story? So the idea being... My circumstances are exactly the same, okay? Spending too much money is uh, emotionally or verbally abusive to me, like whatever, you know, I've got the problem over there that involves another person and that's real. But part of what got me there was this feeling and thought that I don't deserve better, that I don't, I'm not worthy of, having someone that doesn't speak to me that way, or of having this conversation that may create tension in the relationship. Maybe I'm just really afraid of that tension because I'm afraid of anger and I don't want to make my spouse angry by complaining about how they're spending money or spending their time or whatever it is. The fact that you're not feeling like a priority, any of those things. Then how do I say that in a way that is truthful for me? and doesn't diminish my own feelings. So the question being, who would I be in that same situation without this story that I don't deserve it, or I need to just suck it up, or I need to, you know, we all have these series of thoughts 
that keep us in the pattern. So in a coaching session, or even like in an online program, like the solve it method, which is on demand, it's totally DIY, do it yourself. And it will take you into that awareness of what are the thoughts I'm telling myself, which is the mindset issue that diminishes me or keeps me stuck. And then we can ask the question, okay, who would I be in the exact same situation, but without that story, without that thought. So if I'm mad at my spouse for spending money and I don't feel unworthy to have the money and therefore have the conversation, or typically he's emotionally abusive, we'll just turn it on me and it'll be a fight about all the things I've done wrong you know, all the money I've spent, you know, whatever, emotionally abusive people are masters at turning whatever thing you bring to them into something about you. So you, when that happens, we have all these thoughts. Well, I don't want to get into it because of, you know, this and that. So if we didn't have it, what would we do? And what happens, and I experience this all the time with clients, it makes me so happy you can feel, I can feel, and they feel it, the lift, just the lift in energy, the lift of stress when they lose the story. And it's like, oh, I would just go talk to my boss or talk to my husband or, you know, and maybe I'm going to write it out first. Maybe they're going to practice it with me first if it's a, you know, intimidating to them situation or situation that triggers a lot of fear great. You know, I'll talk to Brenda about it. I'll practice it with her. I'll write it out. I'll whatever. But you just get to a solution. You get to something that feels manageable instead of feeling stuck. And so you don't need ideas as much as like the ideas tend to come. What What's usually in the gap? Because life will show you what's not working, right? What it doesn't show you is exactly what to do about it. And how you're going to do it is going to be different than how I might do it or another client with the exact same sounding problem might do it because we're all unique. And so that's what I love about one-on-one coaching, especially, but even in a group situation, you can, you know, it it helps you find your own unique solution um, as you hear me coaching other people, or maybe you're the one that gets coached or whatever, but we, then we can all find like, oh, I can't do it that way exactly, but here's what I could do. And we find our way to how can I say what I have not been able to say before or do what I've not been able to do before, or just sometimes changing our mindset is all that needs to happen and there's nothing to do. But you needed that tool to actually change your mindset instead of just knowing your mindset's a problem. And that's the key to today's episode is I want you to know that whatever is bugging you, whatever's got you stuck, whatever's got you stressed out, feeling overwhelmed, whatever it is, even if you know what it is, I have so many clients to come to a session saying, I know what's wrong. I'm doing this. I'm thinking that I'm not doing this. I, you know, they know that what they can't figure out is the piece of, so how do I get where I'm going, where I am to where I'm going, where I want to be, who I want to become evolving into what is the next thing that is waiting to emerge in me. And that's where my style of having all these practical tools 
is super helpful and helps clients actually get through something instead of maybe over it, right? Like, and the way I'm thinking of the word over is like leapfrogging over. Cause when we leapfrog over and maybe we have a day or two or a week or a month or whatever, where we really feel like we let go of whatever that thing is, that old trauma or whatever that we need to let go. But then it comes back because it hasn't been fully resolved. We need those tools to take us through, okay, instead of this, then that. So the one I'm going to leave you with today, because it's so powerful and it can be very hard to do by yourself. So don't feel like, you know, sort of what's wrong. Don't let it feed your self-criticism. Imagining who you would be without the thought that you're thinking or the story you're telling yourself. I'm bad at this. I'm not smart. You know, I'll never get this. I don't deserve that. Whatever, whatever those beliefs are, because they're just thoughts we're thinking over and over. That's all a belief is. Imagining who you would be. Without that, especially in the same setting, we're still in a situation where we're being triggered, right? So that's really where the magic is. I'm still in a situation where my spouse has pushed my buttons, but now instead of what usually happens, which is I shut down, I can really show up for myself and I can speak up for myself. And I can do that because not only was I aware of what my partner did that triggered me and how I felt and what I thought about that, I found a way I used a tool, like where would I be without the thought and said, Oh, if I wasn't worried about being rejected, if I wasn't afraid of their anger, if I wasn't, you know, whatever, fill in the blank for whatever your thought is that keeps you stuck, how would I want to handle this? Or how can I imagine somebody who, cause there's somebody, you know, who is not triggered by what you're triggered by. And so they can be in the exact same situation And their reaction is going to be different. And that's what we're going for is who would I be without that story, without those thoughts, same situation. I'm not shitting unicorns and rainbows. It's the same difficult triggering situation, but it's me now who's showing up differently because I'm not responding through the lens of my story. So I'd love to know what you think about that. I'd love to know. If you can do it, like, you know, DM me if you want, if it feels too um, private to put on Instagram and a comment in this podcast post or whatever, uh, and let me know what your situation was and what was the story you needed to give up? What was the, who would I be without this story or without this thought? And were you able to do it? Because again, Uh, A lot of times that's what we do in a coaching session is I help people find that. I help them find their way to who would I be without that story? Because most of us have held these stories our entire lives or most of it. And so who would I be without the story is harder than it sounds. Okay. So again, don't get self-critical. Let it be sort of a point of curiosity or, you know, think of somebody when I was struggling in my business and I felt like nothing I did was working because nothing I did was working. (laughs) I used to think of Elon Musk and I don't know Elon Musk, but this guy blew up a whole bunch of rockets and blew through a whole ton of money, millions and millions and millions of dollars, all his money before they got to the point with SpaceX where they were really successfully, you know, launching and re-landing, which was the whole point, right? So they could keep reusing that part of the rocket, whatever 
anyway, I'm not going to pretend to know uh, this from a science standpoint, but that's what it was, right? He's blowing up all kinds of things, all sorts of failed missions, but he kept going. So somewhere there was a mindset that I wasn't having where probably I'm imagining he wasn't taking it personally. Whereas I was beating up on myself whenever something failed, even though it was a business or like a marketing thing. And intellectually, I know better, right? Just because you have a failed marketing campaign doesn't mean you're a terrible marketer or a terrible coach or whatever. There's more failed marketing campaigns probably than successful ones, right? But I took it all very personally. So I can take that criticism of, so the thought in my case would be, I'm not good at marketing my business. And if I had the same situation, I've tried five things that didn't lead to results. So that's real. Like I have to, as a business person, right? I don't need to sugarcoat that. But when I don't have this thought or story around what a failure I am or how I'm not good at this, then I can go to my sixth marketing campaign with curiosity, enthusiasm, all the things. Okay, like, you know, I tried these five, they didn't work. I know my people are out there. What can I do? What, what can I try next, right? Like what's the next experiment? Instead of I'm such a failure, I don't know how to do this, all those things. So work with this with yourself and give me your feedback or let me know if you need help with something. And um, I've got down in the show notes, a curious about coaching form. That would also be a link. That would also be a great place. You could just submit whatever your challenge is there. If you can't seem to get to who would I be without the thought? Um, that's another good way or just email me. That's also in the show notes. Um, DM me on Instagram. I don't care. Just reach out to me. I'm easy to find. So I hope that's helpful because tools are what get us to a different way of being. And that's where the real liberation is. I'm Brenda Florida, Certified Life Coach, and I'm so glad you were here for this episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser. Check out today's show notes to get any specific links for today, and also to get links for your free resources a link to find out more about my self-coaching framework, the Solve It Method, and a questionnaire for those of you thinking about working with me one-on-one called Curious About Coaching. So thank you so much for being with me in this episode. As always, it means the world to me when you put a five-star review on whichever outlet you're listening to this podcast on, and I will see you in the next episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser.